Welcome to Africa's LSB podcast, your monthly podcast for the language services industry in Africa. We cover trends in translation, interpretation, localization, and language industry in general. This podcast is presented by Bilingo Communications and Media Council and hosted by the wonderful Adi Namaran Kulibali. You want to give us your feedback or feature on the podcast? Send us an email. The address is info at bilingualconsult.com. Fanti is part of the African group of languages. And here with me, I have Mr. Ebenezer Ophin. Ebenezer, you can introduce yourself, unmute um, yourself, and tell us a bit about you. Um. I am Ebenezer Kobina Ofe. My family name is the middle name, that is Kobina, meaning um, a male-born child, a Tuesday-born male child. Um, I am a service personnel currently at the University of Education, Uniba, and I'm at the Akanizuma Department. Thank you. All right, thank you very much for that introduction. Mr. Ebenezer's journey into you know, becoming a Fanti teacher and translator is quite interesting. And so we'd like to learn um, about that. How did you become a Fanti teacher? Like what happened? At what point in your journey, in your academic journey, did you realize that, okay, this is what I want to do? And, and then how did you start the process? Well, um, thank you, Madam Adi. Um, I would say... I was being stubborn throughout uh, my academic years because um, throughout my early stages from the daycare to nursery, from to the primary school, to the junior high school, to SHS, I was showing a good signs of um, a good fancy personnel or teacher or a student, if I should put it that way. But because I was um, very good at other areas too, I try paying attention to them, leaving out um, the fancy that I was also very good at because it was like there was a little uh, attention on fancy and Ghanaian language in general. There's that little attention on Ghanaian languages. So I saw to it that why should I um, put myself in such a course whilst the sciences, the mathematics, as well as um, these major courses are there. So, throughout my educational career, although I was showing good signs of being a good fancy student, I wasn't giving it um, the thought. From DHS, I was very good. To the SHS, I was very good. To the extent, after completing SHS, I had a teaching job to teach fancy in a school called Excellence Pathway Academy in Kwesimintim in the Western region of Ghana. Even for that, I bought a university form, and then I didn't buy that of Fante. I bought the forms, but I didn't buy that of Fante. I was very good in history and then in government because I was, I was adjunct at the best institute, uh, students during our graduation. So I saw to it, I should opt um, for history and then the government at the university level. But after I had done everything, I don't know what happened, but... Unfortunately for me, the one who filled the forms made a mistake. 
and the mistake he did was indeed a blessing in disguise for me. I should put it that way. It's a blessing in disguise for me. What he did was that uh, in the filling of the forms, instead of him to put on the forms, the online forms, every other course that I did in the secondary school so that the school would stand on it and then make uh, a placement choice for me, the person was able to put about um, four. That was the course subject. I think he, he never had um, idea about uh, on how to fill forms. I don't know whether it is uh, my blessing that made him that uh, do that, that mistake because he was a very experienced person. So admission came in. A lot of people were getting admission. My colleagues were getting admission. It was left with only me. Even school began before I even got admission. And how I got admission was that I, I went to the um, to the main campus where they give admission, center for the admission. So I went there and then I told them my problem that I, I bought the phones for a while now. Admissions are in and then school has begun, but I'm yet to receive my admission. Although I've been checking through my admission pin codes and portals, nothing positive was showing. So I was worried. That's why I came here. And then um, after going through my uh, particulars and co, including my pins and then my index numbers and co, they saw to me that in the uh, filling of the form, there was a mistake that I, I made. That's why it is costing me. So they were like, um, if they can help me, it, I have only two choices. The first choice is that one, I, sh I will offer to um, offer a fancy education at the university level or better still, go to the house, wait for another one year, buy another forms for the political science and history and make sure I fill it well before I can get my choice. So at that time too, I was already in the Fanti because I was a Fanti teacher and I was very good in Fanti throughout my academic um, this in stages. So I decided to opt for the Fanti education rather than going to the house, staying there for another year to buy another form to try to see whether I'll be admitted at um, history education or political science education. So the best option was that I chose um, Fanti. And then after choosing the Fanti, I have seen it hasn't been easy because there, there, there are um, ups and downs. People will try to discourage you. There are a lot of courses you can do while of Ghanaian language, a language that we all can speak. Um, you, are, you are trying to worry yourself offering such a language because we, we all can speak the, the same uh, the language why force yourself to do it at university level whereas the science the math the physics and co are there you are forcing and trying to kill yourself in a language that we all understand so i was never discouraged because when i went there there, there was these um guidance, guidance and counseling services they rented onto us that taught us about the ups and downs in the course what we should expect and what um, we may become in the future if you do a, a course of such nature. So as I am speaking, although I am done with my course, but because people know I did fancy, they try looking down upon me, but I'm not worried because so far so good, I've not reached anywhere, but the doors that the course I'm doing has started opening for me. Others are doing the so-called courses that they haven't had um, even a pinch of it. So I, I will say, um, this is my fancy career so far. Thank you. Very interesting. It reminds me of, of a saying, great things have unpromising beginnings. And so it looks like it's just that, that kind of thing. Like something you thought was a mistake 
is now gradually becoming, you know, your career, your profession, and everything that you're doing. And I can really understand that how it would feel for people to look down because you've studied an African language. And it, it's quite baffling that people would think this way. But let's go, let's go beyond that and then talk about Fanti itself. Let's um, discuss the language in detail. For instance, we'd want to know um, the origin of the language and perhaps if it's spoken elsewhere aside from, from Ghana. Well, um, thank you um, for the question. Um, Fanti, as the name suggests, um, etymologically, it is fa as in half, and then te, or in Fanti we say to, fa as in half, and then to. So it comes together to, to become fanto, but because it was the the the, the, um, the peace speaking people who started calling us the Fanti Fanti, they wouldn't say to, they would say te, because um, phonologically, and then morphologically, there, there is no word in the Akan tree that ends with a consonant. So they were like fante, fa ati. Let me say it that way, fa ati. And then the word corrupted to uh, to the present term that we are having as fante. So that's how etymologically fante came about. And then um, a little bit history about fante is that um, fante. Is an Akan speaking language. The mother language of Fanti is Akan. And then Fanti is just a dialect under the language called Akan. And then just like um, Akan, any other Akan group, the Fantis migrated from Techiman. The Fantis migrated from Techiman. That's where they, they migrated from. And then from Techiman, they settled at Mankesim. From Techiman, they settled at Mangesim. The Fantis didn't come alone, but they were led by three great leaders. The Fantis came and they, they were led by three great leaders. In the people of Obruman Kuma, Odapejan, and then Oson. They came in three, uh, they came and then they were led by three great leaders. The first one is Obruman Kuma which is um, a wheel in the sea. Symbolically, I would say its emblem, Obruman Kuma's emblem is a wheel in the sea. Odepejan is also an eagle, which flies in the air. And the last one, Osun, elephant. Osun is elephant in Fante, which is the biggest um, land animal that we know. So these three great warriors, led the Fantis from Tichiman. Originally, they, they, all, uh, they all migrated, as they account, they all migrated from um, the old Ghana Empire. That's where the roots of the Fantis are, where they migrated from. So, after they had migrated from Tichiman, they settled at Mankesim. Mankesim is still Mankesim presently. The Fantis settled at Mankesim, led by these three leaders. One, symbolically, let's try and then analyze the, these three leaders that led the Fantis. Obruman Kuma is the whale I'm talking about. When you go to the sea, the biggest of all anim animals is the whale. It can swallow whatever animal. It is very huge. 
let's go into the air too if you go to the air we have the eagle which is also the strongest one of the strongest and the powerful animals in the air followed by um Osun, which is the elephant which is also the biggest land animal that we, we can talk about so um spiritually whenever the, 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 there is an attack on the fantasy through the sea the Obrumakuma, which is the will fight for the fantasy whenever there is an attack through the air the other pigeon which is the eagle also fights for the fantasy and whenever there, there is an attack through the land Osun, which is the biggest animal land animal also fight for, for the fantasy so this is um, historically this is um how the fantasy came about so they migrated from tichiman they migrated from tichiman and then to the present day marketing that we are having you also asked uh, a question about some other parts that's of, of um of the world or africa that's fancy spoken we have fancy speakers in the gambia we also have fancy speakers in liberia and we also have fancy speakers in angola so apart from ghana that we have fancy speakers we have them in the gambia liberia and then angola when you come to ghana the fancy speaking regions are the central region which is the principal home of the fantasies with the capital being cape coast the central region with the capital being cape coast in ghana they house fanti in ghana we also have the western region the western region is just closer to the central region they also speak fanti so i would say i'm from the western region that's where i'm from that's why i'm, I'm speaking of fanti Apart from the Western region, when you go to the Greater Accra region, we also have fantasies in Tema. There are fantasy settlers in Tema. So there, is, there, there, there are a lot of fantasy communities found in Tema, in the Greater Accra region. So in Ghana here, um, we have three major regions that we can find fantasy speaking people. Also, we can have them in um, uh, Western North region, because at first, Western region was one which was having fantasy and a hunter as its principal languages but because it was separated the western people not are speaking safely but they also have fancy settlers over there and aside these three four regions that i've mentioned fantasies can be found everywhere in the part of ghana same as the other languages so when it comes to the population fancy as a language has six million speakers Presently, currently, Fanti as a language, according to the recent 2020 population housing census, Fanti have 6 million speakers. And then Fanti form 13% of the Akan speaking people. At times, one thing about Fanti is that at times people associate Fanti to be, to be a tree or a tree language. So at times people do call Fanti as Fanti. But these are all wrong or mis misconceptions about Fanti. Fanti alone is a language that's it's a dialect that stands on its own. It's it's not part or it does not form part of the P dialect that we have in, in Kriaping and then Asante P. So Fanti is a is a great dialect on its own, and then P is a great dialect on its own, and they are all murdered or fathered by the language group called Akan.
So these um, are some of the history about um, my um, language, that is Fanti. And then uh, the, the, the major towns of Fanti include um, Ugwa, that is Cape Coast. We have Ejumankong, we have Sekendi, we have Takrade, we have Abra, we have Gumwa, we have Ekunfi, we have Dentra, we have Apam. These Swedro, these are the um, principal towns of the Fanti state. So if you asked me about um, a little bit history of Fanti, this is what I have for the house. Thank you. Thank you so much for you know giving us all that information about Fanti. Um, I have also remembered that um, there seems to be a link between the Fantis and the colonizers, that is the British. Can you tell us a bit about this? Well, thank you, Adi, for the question. Um, in the first place, the Europeans settled first settled on the coast of the Fanti land. The Europeans settled, the Portuguese were the first to come, followed by the British, the Danes, the Dutch, they all came to the Fanti land. They came with their own purpose to trade, right? And after the trading, they also came uh, with, there came another reason why they, they, they came here, to spread Christianity. So through the spreading of the Christianity, they had, and the trade, they had contact with the Fanti people because they settled, they settled on the coast of um, the Fanti, that is Cape Coast. So Ghana had its capital, when Ghana was called Gold Coast, it had its capital at Cape Coast, because that's where the administrative part, um, the administrative duties of the state or, or, or Ghana started. So they, they settled, these white people settled at the coast of um, Cape Coast. Through that, they had contact with the people, and they also had, they, they didn't have contact with the coastal people alone, but the inland um, Fanti-speaking people too, they also had contact with them. And there started uh, another form of uh, human race, that is the Hafkats that we are having. So, we have a lot of names that shows that these people, if you, if you are to look critically, inside and then find the etymology of the name you could see they were having um these white um fathers so a name like um kumsin the yawsin um the, the, the danielson emmanuelson all the sin 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 the name that's uh, the, the Ghanaian names that are having um the, the sin 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 they are all etymologically etymologically they are i would say they are they are, they are father the other fathers were the whites that gave birth to them. So it's like Kunsin is like um, Kumis, uh, Kum's son. Are you getting it? Kwesin is also Kwes son. That came together to form the word Kwesin, Kumsin, the uh, Wilson, Wilson. So Wilson will be Bill's son. Wilson will be Wilson, the name of the white father that they gave to them. The writing system of Fanti, is it similar to that of Tree? And um, is it, there's a concept, I think, well, in my understanding, I feel that um, Fanti is a bit more um, difficult than Tree. Is that the case? There are a lot of terms, phonological terms in Fanti. That's the other um, group of Akan languages 
aren't having. So moving forward, Fanti as a dialect of Akan is the only dialect that has words ending with consonant. But let's look at the other dialect of Akan. The other dialect of Akan include the Chis, that is the Ethiopian Chi, the Bunu Chi, and then the Asante Chi. The Wasa, the Ahantes, um, the Awins and Co. They are all dialect of Akan. But there is no other um, dialect having a consonant ending its word than Fanti. Fantis have um, a lot of words ending with a consonant. So you can say dan as in house. Nam, it is ending by a nasal consonant. Mm. We have atar, we have nanto as in walk. A lot of words that ends with consonants. But um, the Ashanti people or the, the, the tree speaking people don't have that. So you could hear them say uh, uh, bang, dine, nantie, obofo, insio, among other words. Right, let's go to um, phonetics and phonology. Phonologically, and phonologically, Fanti have a term called affricativization that distinguishes it from the other dialect of Akan. When you talk about affricativization, it is when an affricate try to have influence or when an environment there is an environment where there is a vowel that is an affricate have influence on a following word that is not affricate to affricate it and let me say this to affricate it so you could see in fancy we have this um, diagraph consonant diagraph that is dz dz and then we also have ts but if you go to the other um I can't speak in languages. There is no diagraph like DZ and then TS, but rather it is T. So, example, in Asante tree, we say T, the T will be TE. It will be TE. But the Fanti people, so it will be TS. There is this affricativization happening. A word like uh, Tina, it will be spelled as T S E N E. But the three people will spell it T E N A because they don't have the S affricativizing the T to become um, what we have in the Fanti. So it is different from their language. So with all these things, and then one um, feature of the Fanti language is also vowel harmony. So far, so good. I've been able to study a lot of Ghanaian languages, and then I've been able to study a lot of foreign languages as well. But they haven't seen a language, not even English language and French, that abide by the vowel harmony rule than Fanti. Vowel harmony in Fanti is very strong. The Fantis can't do that vowel harmony. When you talk about vowel harmony, it is when a vowel in a word or in a sentence um, makes sure that vowel in, in, in that word are from the same group. The advanced vowels we have the group of vowels. They are the advanced vowels, the unadvanced vowels, the rounded vowels, and the unrounded vowels. Fantis make sure a word, if example, if you have a word, and then there, there are vowels in there, the vowels should come from the same group, like a, a word like um, Kufi, the name Kufi. There is all, 
and then there is E. If you look critically into O and E, they are all having the same phonological structure or they are all having the same phonological feature. They are all advanced vowels. We also have a sentence in Morocco. When you talk about Morocco, it means I am going. It is a continuous uh, uh, distant sentence. Morocco. Look at the way I'm saying it. Morocco. You could see there is this vowel harmony in it because mo, the vowel in mo is o, which is a rounded vowel, and also an unadvanced vowel. And then we also we also have ro, which is also having o, which is also an unadvanced vowel. And then ko, which is o, we have the vowel in there is o, which is also a rounded and an unadvanced vowel, happening in the same environment. So you cannot say muroko. You cannot take u, although u uh, u is also a rounded vowel, but you cannot take u to happen in this environment as Morocco because of, of the verb ko having um, a vowel which is an unadvanced vowel. So I would say Fante is one of the languages that does not joke or play with vowel harmony at all. Thank you. Um, also, there's one thing that is, you know, quite um, quite popular, the fact that most of our African languages are more oral than written. And we can see it even the way we use our languages on social media. It's in a very limited way. And so um, how do you see the use of uh, Fanti, be it on social media or in the media within Ghana, maybe let's say radio stations, TV stations, do you think that people speak it more than they write it? And in addition to that, how is the teaching of Fanti? Like, is it part of the languages that are taught in schools in Ghana, for instance? Fanti is the first ever Ghanaian language that was ever written in Ghana. Because the white people settled at the coastal places. First, they settled in the central region, that is Cape Coast. And they came with their own motives to spread the gospel and then to, to, to trade. They cannot trade uh, or they cannot spread the gospel without the people getting to understand each other. So through that, they imposed or introduced English language to the people of the Fantis. That's why a lot of Fantis can speak good English. You will even find a Fanti who is a 90-year-old lady or, or, or a male who can speak English very well because... The whites came to the Fanti land before they spread to uh, they spread to the other parts of Ghana. So the exposure of English language on, on the people of the Fanti land is very great. A lot of people speak English. I can even say majority of people who speak English in Ghana are Fantis. Yes, because and that's why we have a lot of secondary schools in, in, in Ghana. And then it is found in um, the central region. Because it is exactly where the white people settled. So, Fanti is written and it is taught in the school as well. It is one of the greatest even languages that is um, taught in school and it is spreading because it is being taught in the western region and also the central region. Even part of Greater Accra, Tema, they, they, they do write Fanti. Part of Ashanti region do write Fanti. Part of Western North people do write Fanti. Tetiman, they do some part of them write fancy because of the contact they have with the fancies. They do write fancy. So fancy is a written language in the school and it is in the curriculum of 
the Ghana Education Education Service as well. And then, uh, if I remember a question that you asked, you asked whether it is different from the the, the spoken one, and the, 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 is there a difference between the spoken one and the written fronting? I would say yes. There is a great difference in the spoken one and the written one, to the extent that the written one comes with rules and principles. For you to write fancy, you need to know your rules and principles. Without these rules and principles, you cannot write a fancy. So if you think you are from Edumanku, and the fact that you are from Edumanku and you are fancy means you can study the language without being taught its rules and principles. You 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 find um, a fancy which is not only the Edumanku fancy, but the other sub-dialects of fancy being included in the standard fancy. So that makes it um, a little bit I would say the, the uh, gap between the standard fancy, which is written, and then the spoken one. Because in, in the spoken one, if I'm talking, you cannot force me to apply the various rules. And because we all speak to request or do whatever that we want, we are in a haste, we are in a hurry to say or do whatever that um, we want to do with our language. We don't even get time or we don't even think about the rules. Even for me, for instance, I know my fancy rules. But I don't force myself to speak the rules, but I rather speak the one that is spoken. And at times, I can't remember if I go to the house and I try speaking fancy um, with um, my police who have not studied fancy, they will be like, don't, don't bring your school fancy to this place. Here is not your fancy school for you to come and speak your school fancy. Speak the normal fancy with us so that we can understand you. Yes, because the written one is very deep because it, it is not just... Um, a single fancy that was developed as a standard written fancy. Unlike the tree, the, the Asante tree, that is the, the, the only um, dialect of uh, the, the Asante tree that is written and spoken at the same time. Even for that, they are, they are variants. So the fancy, it is a combination of about five fancy uh, speaking people. The Gumwa have this, the Ejuan people have this, the Ugwa people have this, the Takwa people have this, and Mankesim, the Bobo fancy speakers. The first settlers settled at Makesim. They also have this as um, a diet of fancy. So all these contribute um, to the fact that fancy is the most difficult account speaking language that you can ever have. Look at this combination. A lot of fancy dialects being um, coming together to form a substandard, a, a standard of what of the dialect of fancy. So it's very difficult for someone to learn the fancy language. So and if you if you know. Uh, you are a native speaker or your mother tongue is fancy don't think you can just write a fancy because what you are saying may it may be that it's not in the other languages or the, the other speaking fancy people own so you cannot um just say I, I know the fancy so i can write no you need to get education you need to be trained so at times you could see a lot of people will be writing um, a fancy and then I'll, I'll just sit by my phone and I'll be laughing and then I, I, I just can't kill myself trying to correct everyone. You can't correct all of them. Even if you try correcting them, they may attack you. Because I can't remember, we host a space on Twitter called um, Fancy Space. Um, our admin um, posted something in Fancy. And there was this one guy that came and then was like, this, this is wrong. This is not how we say it. But the one that was um, posted was the right one. Because it was posted in our group, we deliberated upon it. I make sure, and uh, some other fancy resource persons, as well as me, make sure that, as well as I make sure that um, it's standard. And this guy was like, no, it's wrong. 
the guy was knowing his was even wrong. I tried interpreting and then defining, giving all the uh, fancy terms and cool, but this guy never understood it. He went by his own choice that, yes, his is right. So I left him. So there's a vast difference in the written fancy and then the, the spoken fancy. And to talk about the use of fancy um, on the, in the media, I'll say, right, fancy is growing. Fancy is, it, it is really growing, and I can see it's our, it's our future. In the first place, I've even decided personally to open or uh, to create a Twitter account on Akan and then make it Akan but focus on Fanti because Akan is, is the mother language which has the name, people will patronize it, although Fanti people will also patronize the Fanti. And then I'll, I'll create it like a, a Akan translate bot or a Akan, just like the English auto correct. So if someone speaks, uh, write a fancy on Twitter, on Facebook or wherever, and then there's a mistake, I see it because the name is the uh, fancy checker or, or I can't checker. I'll just go ahead and correct the person to make sure I spread the language. Better still, I've also decided to create this Twitter account, the, the fancy translated bot, that as soon as you type or you tweet in English and then you want to, you want it fancy version, you just ask me at um, fancy translate bot or I can't translate bot yeah, and then you add fancy if it's, it's a tree because I have um, foundation in tree too I can do the translation version better still I have colleagues here that I, I can help do the tree and then I will be under the fancy version so if you ask me at um, I can't translate bot fancy it means you are requesting for a translation in fancy I can translate vividly your, your, your tweet even if it is it is a twitter thread I, I can on trade it and then translate it for you because i want to fight for the language i want the language to go to places i want it to, to reach where a lot of people have tried but couldn't thanks um, to social media that's what i have planned and to talk more about uh, fancy in the media we have um, a lot of fancy radio stations but one thing that pains me is that you 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 see a fancy radio station speaking key or having presenters speaking key Although it might be that the speaker is a fancy, but because tree is more commerciable, uh, the person tends to speak tree. Better still, we, we still have, uh, nonetheless, we still have um, a lot of um, fancy medias within the central and the western region that um, also do uh, do everything in fancy. We can talk of the coastal FM, the sky power FM. Um, the Connect FM and a lot of um, fancy medias, including the, the TV and the radio, employing fancy in their work. And then, apart from that, there, there are a lot of um, fancy materials that I can even talk of. First of all, we have applications in fancy, we have an application called Learn Fancy. Learn Fancy, you can find it on Google Play Store and then the, the, the App Store as well. It's, it's all about learning of Fancy. Whatever that, like, if you want to learn Fancy, that, that app will guide you. It, it will teach you how to learn of Fancy. Apart from that, we also have the Fancy Offline Bible. It was just online just last uh, week. Fancy Offline Bible. You will see the Fancy version here and the, the English version too at its corner. You can download right from here.
it's also written in fancy it's a fancy app that i'm even having on my phone it's a fancy bible app you can enjoy it without the, uh, the manual the written manual that is very affordable and apart from that too we have uh, mormon Uma. we have the book of mormon the fancy version it is called mormon Uma. we have it it is in fancy we also have fancy hymnals um, from the Presbyterian Church, um, the Anglican Church, the Roman Catholic Church, the Methodist Church, and a lot of staff in Fanti. A lot of staff. We have our textbooks, a lot of them in, in Fanti. And thank God, um, through um, Wikipedia, we are also um, creating Fanti Wikipedia with the sole aim of um, providing the English, uh, the Fanti version of any Wikipedia page that you will provide. Just this morning, I was called. Um, by the, the director of wikipedia in ghana that um the manager of wikipedia has called him and told him that the fancy wikipedia is really going and that we should expect the fancy wikipedia to be in the mainstream by friday because we have really worked hard i have a team working with them to ensure this dream becomes a reality and then we are on it working so he's saying he sent me a, me a message a whatsapp message telling me by friday the fancy wikipedia will come to mainstream so if you search for any other word on wikipedia you will get it fancy version we, we are working these are one of um one of the ways i am also trying in my own part to make sure i push the fancy language to 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 that height that that we are all looking for thank you hmm. i can i can really feel your passion Ebenezer, you can give us your closing remarks well um on my closing remarks um i would say in, in, when it comes to ghana language there are lots of um misconceptions i even posted some on my on my, on my timeline recently a lot of people will try to discourage you they will be like this is the language you are, we are all speaking so why are you trying to force yourself to do it at the university some will even say ah you are going to do fancy at the end what what are you going to use um fancy for there are a lot of misconceptions and then there's also this misconception that anyone who um read fancy at the university level was not um selected in a, in a particular field that's why he i uh, decided to do any other ghana language i'm speaking for ghana language in general here because they, they will say it's it, it, because you are not a good student that's why you are not selected so you decided to switch to fancy but I was um, the best history student during my time in the SHS. I was the best uh, government student during my time in the SHS. I was good in mathematics. I was good in science. But look at the fancy too. You are saying I wasn't good. But if I'm using myself as, as an example, I was able to get first class in the fancy that I, I did. So what shows a student who has been able to uh, have first class is not good in, other, in any other courses. At times too, there is this um, discouragement from our own teachers, our own colleagues, our own parents. They will say that the, the, the studying Ghanaian language in the first place means you don't know how to speak good English. But if I am to ask, this local station in Ghana, Adum TV and then UTV, they do whatever news in P. In Ghana, we have Obonu TV. They do whatever they do in Ghana. But the question is, is it that they, they translate whatever they will say on the paper so that they read it to their um, audiences or what do they do it is in the english version that they look on it and then translate it 
Look at in just a millisecond, the mind is able to, tra to, to translate a lot of content into a Ghanaian language. But let me let me tell you this: if you come to my faculty, University of Education, Edumanko Campus, to be precise, as I'm speaking, I have done linguistics, morphology, um, phonetics, phonology, semantics, social linguistics, pragmatics among the linguistic courses. I do it in English. And then I also do it in fancy. So imagine I am able to do these courses in English and then do the same thing in, in fancy. On which notes can you say I don't know how to speak English? I did it in English before doing it in fancy. But if you are doing English language or you are offering English language, you are doing it only in English language. So it makes me have upper hand on you, even as an English teacher, whereas I am a Ghanaian language teacher. Because whatever you do in English, you are solely doing it in English. But me being a Ghanaian language teacher, if I do it in English, when I'm advancing, I also do it in my own Ghanaian language. So the, lang the, 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 the knowledge is in-depth. So I, I found it so surprising to hear people say, people who study Ghanaian languages don't know how to speak English. That's why they opted to do Ghanaian language. So um, finishing everything, I will say um, we should all try our best to change the story. Let's try to change the story. Let's try to push it. Let's try to push our languages. Because our language is our pride. Our culture is our language. Without our language, the language is a great identity. As soon as I speak fancy, you get to identify me as a fancy. If someone speaks Ghana, you get to identify the person as a Ghana. The person speaks Dambui, you get to identify the person as a, as a Krobo. So our language is, is, a, is a great symbolism that we shouldn't downgrade. We shouldn't discourage people um, doing fancy, but rather we should encourage them, help them with their need their support, whatever they will need to do the language. Let's put our, push our language. People are having Swahili and Ko as their um, official language. But why are we having English language as our official language? It is because we don't value our own languages. So, living everything, I would say we should support and then we should encourage those who are offering Ghanaian languages as a course. Um, the work you're doing is very noble, it's very um, encouraging, it's promising, and I encourage you on that path. This podcast is supported by Multilingual, your go-to source for language industry news since 1987. We invite you to go to multilingual.com slash Africa LSP to receive a free one-year digital subscription to Multilingual magazine. You can also find this link in the podcast description.